0: Today is Monday, July 22nd, 2019. Star Citizen smashes records, and mod support is coming to the Microsoft Store. All this and more on today's edition of the Gamer Daily News Podcast. All the biggest gaming news stories delivered in less than 10 minutes. I'm very happy you're here. Happy Monday. Let's start the week out right. My name is X1, let's do this. in all of games, especially single-player games, is being able to mod your games and being able to download those mods and play them at your convenience. Well, the Microsoft Store is adding that. That's right, in a new story at PC Gamer, it looks like a user on Reddit has found a new folder since the last Windows update called Moddable Windows Apps. This suggests that mod support is coming to games on the Microsoft Store. The moddable Windows apps is inside the programs folder. Uh, Microsoft's Dev Center confirms the same thing with a listing for the new directory. Developers will also be able to specify a custom folder specific to their app, another Dev Center page says. The Windows Dev Center states pretty clearly that the folder is where the contents of your desktop applications install folder are projected so that users can modify the installation files. Though it's unclear how open this will be, as the Dev Center says, uh, this element is currently intended to be used only by certain types of PC games that are published by Microsoft and their partners. In a statement to PC Gamer after E3, Microsoft said that, quote, Games available with Xbox Game Pass for PC have mod support so long as the developer has enabled it for their game. It's very exciting knowing that it's coming. Mod support, if you've, one of the best examples in my mind for mod support are games like Skyrim and Fallout 4. These make these single-player games playable for forever, basically. And it's amazing, so it's very exciting to see that it's going to come to Game Pass and Xbox Game Pass for PC. The future is now. The future is modding. Ooh, I'm so excited. A game that I'm completely addicted to, a game that I love, the Advanced Wars like Wargroove. Well, it's launching on PS4 next week. However, it doesn't look like it's gonna be watch- launching with crossplay. This is a news story over at Game Informer, Chucklefish's Advanced Wars like it. didn't I say that? I did. Uh, Wargroove will finally head to Sony's console. The one big feature crossplay didn't make the cut. So right now on Xbox, PC, and Nintendo Switch, there is crossplay available. The strategy title will launch on Sony's console on July 23rd. That is what in two days here to re- Reiterate, the PS4 version of the game will come with all the content. Of the other versions, the lengthy and rewarding campaign, fun arcade mode, and tricky puzzle mode that made the game such a strong offering when it released on the Switch, Xbox One, and PC early this year are intact, and if you haven't picked it up and you're at all interested in strategy games or diving into them, you should, te- you should definitely check it out. Additionally, PS4 players will be able to download all community-made maps, regardless of the platform that map was created on. And maps uploaded by PS4 users will be available across all platforms, the only thing PS4 players want won't be able to do is play with other players on other platforms this is very disappointing actually in my mind Chucklefish did not give a reason for why the feature is excluded in its official post though the company CEO Finn Bryce said around the time the game launched that Sony specifically denied them the feature quote we made many requests for crossplay both through our account manager and directly with higher-ups all the way up until release month we were told in no uncertain terms that it was not going to happen from our side we can literally toggle a switch and have it working of course policy work might be more complicated for sony so chucklefish wants it uh, unfortunately i think that's a big drop because one of the things really keeping me in this game in a big way is playing multiplayer with cross-platform so for instance i have it on my xbox i have it on my pc and i've been, and i have it on my nintendo switch and i've been playing against players everywhere i have 27 multiplayer player games going right now and multiple of those are against people on the switch multiple of those are against people on the pc and on the xbox so that's a big hit because this game let me tell you guys if you like turn-based strategy if you were a fan of advanced wars and war groove is right up your alley but regardless if if you're PlayStation fan and you've been looking forward to this game, jump on it because it's still fantastic. Campaign is amazing. Boom! I actually have no idea why I say boom at the end of things. I just do. But boom! Star Knights, Star Citizen's crowdfunding total passes two hundred and thirty million dollars. Holy crap! This is a new story over at Twinfinite. The crowdfunding canf- campaign for Star Citizen, which is which is this this uh, RPG space RPG. ...game that's been in crowdfunding for years now. The crowdfunding campaign for Star Citizen appears to be unstoppable... ...as another milestone has been reached and overtaking. Today, Cloud Empyrean Games Space Simulator passed $230 million in crowdfunding. To be more precise, the total is $230,062,641 at the moment of this writing. On the other hand, 2,300,000 users have registered an account... Even if it's unclear how many of those are actually pay- paying players, this means that the game earned over $350,000 in the 20 or so hours which followed the launch of Alpha 3.6, along with the new Anvil Belize, the self-propelled defense vehicle. That being said, the next few months are going to be interesting. Alpha 3.6 included the implementation of a kiosk system where players allow where that allows players, sorry, to purchase a large variety of ships with credits acquired in the game. While the previous versions of Alpha didn't include the ability to purchase ships, it was restricted to a very limited range of models. Large investments were never really required to enjoy the game, but today's implementation is much closer to the final goal, which is to have every single ship available to purchase with in-game credits. This might slow down the crowdfunding flow, considering that real money isn't required anymore to play with your favorite ship. We'll have to wait a few weeks to see uh, what Star Citizen's funding continues to be. To see when this game finally launches. When this game finally launches. This is either going to be. The greatest space simulator RPG type game of all time. Or the biggest most expensive dud of all time. But we'll see. $230 million. Well done. Well done Imperial Funding. Well done Star Citizen. I did download the alpha of this game at one time. And I couldn't figure out how to play. It was like. I mean, it was years ago. This was like three years ago. To give you an idea of how long this game has been in development, this was for forever ago, uh, like three or four years ago. I think it was four years ago. There you go. Regardless, what they talk about in that game, if they can pull off what they say they want to pull off in Star Citizen, that $230 million worth every penny, baby, because it'll be amazing. There's just a lot of question marks at this point. And that does us for today, everybody. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for hanging out on this Monday, this most Monday of Auspicious of Mondays. I don't even know what that means. If you like the show, if you enjoy this, please consider heading over to iTunes, rating and reviewing us there, subscribing to us. It really helps the show. That is the biggest podcast provider in the world. So if we're number one there, we're number one in the world, basically, right? I don't know if that works out, but it makes sense in my head. Have a great Monday, everybody. I love you guys. I will see you here first thing tomorrow morning. Bye-bye.